So the big question is this. How are gigging musicians like us, who don't make any money streaming, who are spending money from our own pockets, how do we treat our music careers as online businesses in a way that lets us get our music and the things we believe in out to the world, yet still remain profitable? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Jared Judge, and welcome to the Gigging Musician Podcast. What's up, gigging pros? It's Jared, and today I wanted to uh, chat about the actually one of the most amazing tools that we as musicians have uh, to be able to market our groups better, which is the concept of a split test. Before I dive in, I kind of want to share with you, well, the strategy of that and how I learned that, and just so you could see how you could possibly apply this to you. So the concept of a split test you know, when you're doing your music marketing thing, you're putting something out there in the world. And in the Gigging Musician podcast world and Full-Time Music Academy, what we do is we're trying to book high-paying gigs, mainly private event gigs. So in order to do that, we have to, as I mentioned in a previous podcast, we have to set up a funnel where we drive traffic using ads or connections that we build with venue owners and event planners. And then we send the people who can book us to our funnel, which typically is via our website, but we do our websites a little bit differently than others. And then if people like what they see and hear, then they'll give us their contact information, enabling us to sell to them via a presentation. And then if they like what they see in the presentation, then they they give us their credit card and then they book. That's the concept of the funnel. If this is all brand new and kind of blowing your mind, definitely listen to a couple episodes back where I, uh, the title of the episode is Marketing Gigs is Like an Audition Process, and that'll give you a little bit more context into what I just mentioned. So the concept of a split test is when you put something out there for the first time, you make an assumption that what you put out into the marketplace is going to work. So you're saying that this is a good version of my ad or this is a good version of my website. I think the text of this website is going to sell people on giving me their contact information. And then you set it live and then you let the marketplace tell you if you were correct. You don't know if it's correct. You have these assumptions like, I think this is going to work, but you actually don't know until you put some some traffic behind it and get people visiting and give people the option to take the action that you want them to take. So you can see why that's inherently risky because assumptions are very dangerous to make, but you have to make them when you're starting out. Now, what if you're wrong? What if the website that you put together actually doesn't convince people to give you their contact information And ultimately, that will lead to failure. You know, you won't book anything. People will be turned off by what they see. And then they'll go and pick either a different musician or they will pick no musician at all, which is actually the most common scenario, is people will pick whatever's easiest. So failure is is kind of a, a big deal here. And that's why our assumptions are so critical to test. And so that's where the concept of a split test comes into play. A split test is a marketing term for when you run two simultaneous versions of something that you're marketing at the same exact time, sending half of all people to one version 
half of all people to the other version. So this can be done with every single step of the funnel, but let's use the website example. So say I send half of all of my visitors to version A, which on version A, that's my original assumption. I think that this page is going to work. And then I send half of them to version B, where I've changed something. Now, um, what, what happens there is you'll find out very quickly which version performs better. It's kind of like, you know, if you write two versions of the same song and then you have, listen, have an audience listen to version one and have a different audience listen to version two and see which one gets people dancing more, that kind of thing. So you'll find out which one works and which one doesn't work. And in the marketing world, we measure that in terms of percentages, and that's called the conversion rate. So what percentage of your audience completed the next action on version A versus what percentage of your audience completed the action on version B? Now, for a website, you know, we're not going to expect a 100% conversion at any time. That's really not possible unless it's extremely far into your funnel and these people have already booked you and you just want them to, I don't know, like click a button. What is more realistic is in the single digits of percentages. If you send 100 people to your website, you might expect 5 to 10 of them to give you their email address, so 5 to 10% conversion rate. And so when you're running a split test, you might see that version A, your original assumption about what will work, has a 3% conversion rate. And then you decide, well, I want to test this against something else. I want to try a website where instead of the headline being, remember your wedding forever, I want to try a version where the headline is, instead is, you know, entertain your friends and family. Something like that. You tweak one thing. And then you run the split test. So now version A still has that 3% conversion rate because it should convert consistently over time. And then version B, you'll start to get the data in. And all of a sudden, what happens if version B with the different headline converts at 5%? Which, you know, a 2% increase in conversions might not sound like a big deal, but it's a huge deal. You've almost doubled the number of email addresses that you've gotten to uh, 3% to 5%. Yeah, it's like just under doubling the amount of email addresses you're getting, which theoretically will double the number of gigs you get, which is insane how those numbers work, even though they're tiny little numbers, seemingly huge impact. So that's the power of a split test. And you run a split test for a while. Um, there are varying schools of thoughts for how, how long to run your split tests. You might run them for as short as a couple of days or as long as a month or even more. Some people say you want to send at least a hundred visitors to each version to figure out which version is the better version. And ultimately, you know, you can get really down the rabbit hole with data analysis for all this too, but for all intents and purposes, you'll start to realize after a couple of days or weeks, which version is going to work better. And so I use this all the time for my group. I'm running a lot of split tests right now on my website, trying to get, um, sorry for that motorcycle, 
trying to get the conversion rate higher. Right now, my homepage is converting at about 10%, which is great. Um, and that's because of a split test that I'm running right now. But I also test this with the ads that I run. I run different versions of ads and see which ones get higher click-through rates. I also split test different versions of my presentation, seeing which ones cause people to click the secure my date button underneath my presentation better. And so I hope this inspires you. There are a lot of different tools to do this. I know that a basic WordPress website, this isn't the easiest thing to do. Um, whereas a tool like ClickFunnels, which is what I'm currently running all my split tests on, does make this a lot easier, but there is a higher cost for a tool like ClickFunnels. But, you know, it's a powerful tool. Doubling my number of bookings will double my income effectively. So that's why sometimes it's worth paying more for these tools, because they can save you the time and the energy and the money to implement some of these things the manual way. So I hope this kind of opened your eyes as to how the music marketing game could be played at an extremely high level and gave you insight into some of the tests that I'm running right now in my music business and start to think about what tests do you want to run in your music business too. So thanks again for listening to another episode of the Gig Musician podcast. Remember, you are just one gig away. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Gigging Musician Podcast. If you liked this episode, then please take a screenshot on your phone and tag me and post on Instagram, letting me know what you liked about this episode and let me know what you would like to hear in future episodes. That will help me serve you better. Also, I would love to invite you to my upcoming five-day full-time music challenge. Just give me five short days and I will show you a step-by-step -step plan to make real consistent income with your music. It's totally free and you can register on fulltimemusicchallenge.com. That's fulltime, one word, no dash in between, fulltimemusicchallenge.com. Thanks again and I hope to see you in my next challenge.